and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is your boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, episode number seven. And today's topic is, are you surprised with the grand jury's verdict in the fatal shooting of Brianna Taylor? I will let you know shortly what type of wine I am drinking. So, ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! Okay, ladies and gents, once again, this is your boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this episode 7 of this awesome international podcast. <clears throat> the reason that I, <clears throat> I decided to change it, my topic for episode 7 is supposed to be a different topic, and you will know next week. But I brought this one to the front because after watching the breaking news about the verdict relating to Miss Brianna Taylor's case, I decided this is more important to be discussed and brought to the front. Instead, my next, the previous topic is also important But I think this has more precedent due to the state of America right now. So before I go right straight to the topic, let me let you know the wine of the day. I am drinking a Yellowtail Merlot. For those that do not know this, wine is from Australia. The alcohol percentage of this wine is 13.5. And according to the label in the back, this Merlot has a soft and smooth with notes of dark plums and juicy berries and subtle spices. So to me, this one is really, really good with some steak. Perfect for it. I'm take a sip of this. All right, just the way I like it. So, okay, ladies and gents, let's go do some work. And I did my search after I, I watched the press conference from Mr. Daniel Cameron. He's the Attorney General, the AG in Kentucky. And... I'll let you know my conclusions about this particular gentleman and also what I think about him in this podcast. But let me go straight to this article that I found on mercurynews.com. And the article is entitled is 
grand jury indicts one officer in Breonna Taylor's case. So, Frankfort, Kentucky, on September 23rd, 2020, Attorney General Daniel Cameron speaks during a press conference to announce a grand jury decision to indict one of three Louisville Metro Police Department officers involved in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor, former Louisville Metro Police Officer Brett Hankinson has been charged charged with wanton endangerment for shooting in the neighboring apartments during the execution of the fatal raid on Taylor's apartment on March 13, 2020. I want you guys to pay attention on the charge. He has been charged with the wanton endangerment for shooting into neighboring apartment. Keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Continue the article. Immediately after the announcement, people were expressing frustration that the grand jury did not do more. Justice, justice has not been served, tweeted Linda Sarsour of the Until Freedom, a group that has pushed for chain charges in the case. Rise up all across this country, everywhere. Rise up for hashtag Breonna Taylor. Attorney Ben Crump, who is representing Taylor's family, tweeted that the charges involved nothing for the murder of Breonna Taylor. This outrageous and offensive at a new news conference, State Attorney General Daniel Cameron said Hankinson and the two other officers who entered Taylor's apartment announced themselves before entering the apartment and did not use a no-knock warrant. According to the Kentucky law, the use of force by the officers was justified to protect themselves. This justification bars us from pursuing criminal charges and Ms. Brianna Taylor's death. Regarding the inevitable disappointment by those who wanted criminal charges brought in Taylor's death, he remarked, the decision before my office as the special prosecutor in this case was not to decide if the loss of Miss Taylor's life was a tragedy. The answer was that is unequivocally, unequivocally yes. Cameron added that I understand that Breonna Taylor's death is part of a national story, but the facts and evidence in this case are different than others involving police shootings. If we simply act on emotion or outrage, there is no justice, Cameron said. Mob justice is not justice. Justice sought by violence is not justice. It just becomes revenge. He added that the FBI is still investigating potential violations of federal law in this case.
As a Republican, Cameron is the state's first black state attorney general and a protege of the Senate's majority leader, Mitch McConnell, a.k.a. Moscow Mitch, who has been tagged by some of his hair, apparently. He has also... He was also one of the 20 names on President Donald Trump's list to fill a future Supreme Court vacancy. Taylor, an emergency medical worker, was shot multiple times by police officers who entered her home using a no-knock warrant during a narcotics investigation. The warrant used to search her home was connected to a suspect that who did not live there, and no drugs were found inside. The use of the no-knock warrants has since been banned by the Louisville Metro Council. Cameron's officer had to be had been receiving materials from the Louisville Police Department's Public Integrity Unit while they tried to determine, to determine whether state charges would be brought against the three officers involved, he said. Before charges were brought, Hankinson was fired from the city's police department on June 23rd. A termination letter sent to him by the interim Louisville Police Chief Robert Schroeder said that the white officer had violated procedures by showing extreme indifference to the value of human life. When he wantonly and blindly shot 10 rounds of gunfire into Taylor's apartment in March. Hankinson and the other officers and the detective who sought the warrant, Joshua James, were placed in administrative reassignment after the shooting. Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, opened fire when the police burst in, hitting one officer Walker was charged with the attempted murder of a police officer, but prosecutor late, later dropped the charge. Walker told the police he heard knocking but did not know who was coming into the home and fired in self-defense. So, ladies and gents, I just wanted you to think about one thing. Forget about it. Third skin color of people in the house. Her boyfriend and Miss Taylor, they're in the house. I want you to think about the situation, okay? You are on your own home right now, late at night, chilling. You know, you're sleeping or your partner is sleeping. You know, you both are sleeping. And all of a sudden, here, and now people know when the police knock at your door, they're not going to be just like, tuck, tuck, tuck. they're going to bang in that door. So probably... I would guess was a loud knocking and then just going by the information that I have there's no identification Mr. Walker did not hear nobody identifying themselves as police officer all of a sudden the door burst and before that happened you know it's human instinct 
for you to find something to protect yourself. For those that own guns, of course, you're going to grab your gun, whatever weapon you have in your house. You know, or if you don't have a weapon, you're going to get a knife, you're going to get a baseball bat or something, you know, to be by the door to see who is coming through your house. You are sleeping, you basically in the peace of your home, and all of a sudden you hear all that noise, all that commotion coming through. So once the door burst, your instinct that hit back, shoot back, you no, know, shoot, do whatever you need to do. And then all of a sudden now the police got one shot and they one according to what I read and you know, some information that I have was more than 20 shots came from the police weapons that end up killing you know, Miss Taylor. So I want you to think how would how would you react if that happened in your home? Because it's easy for us to get on the situation and discuss about, oh, now if he had done that, now both of you was black, or if I was doing that. And just keep in mind that either one had any criminal, they do not have any criminal record. Nothing. They are clean slit. Nothing that say now they, they are drug dealers or whatever. You know, they are just like sleeping, you know, now. Furthermore, one thing that I read is some connection about somebody else with Miss Taylor that was suspicious package being delivered to her house. But now, but for the first far that particular night, they were in the house sleeping. And I believe that she could be probably well known from the department, police department, because she was an EMT. She was working emergency, she was, she was an emergency worker. So I, that, I bet that she could probably cross paths with some police department, some officers. So she should be known from the police department. So, but to me, it was it doesn't make any sense. The the force the force that was used to me doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And now this young lady that died at 25 is no longer on this earth, and. As a black man, what I'm going to tell you is this, for those that still do not understand, we are just tired. We are just tired of, through history, you know, we, we always, always, we are black, as black people, you know, we went, our ancestors went through slavery, first were kidnapped from our homeland through slavery, and then after slavery, still have you no know, the KKK showing up, and then segregation in the South, and also all these things and, and Jim Crow and all that. And you know, all you wanted is the same rights. You fought, and everything was required for a request for the United States for us to participate, and you participate, and still don't have the freedom and the option to leave and pursue, now have the pursuit of happiness. You know, now you have carings, wherever you go, call the police, I cannot barbecue, I cannot walk on the street. It's just like enough is enough. And we are tired of this shenanigans. For real, man, that's like, it's too much. It's enough is enough. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I'm gonna take a quick break and I'll be back shortly. 
Alright ladies and gents, this is your boy Kai Sanofa back on this outstanding awesome podcast. Good wine and great laughs. And on block two, I like to talk more about the AG. Who is Daniel Cameron? You know, you go through so much stuff going on and end up not found out who basically we are dealing with with and I think it's important for us to discuss about Mr. Cameron so I did my little search to find out more about this gentleman and if you go to his that's a website I believe his website called CameronForKentucky.com and basically he has his professional AG profile So I will read to you what it states in that website so we can have a little idea what he wrote or his probably his staff wrote about who Mr. Daniel Cameron is. So and here we go and I quote Daniel J. Cameron serves as the 51st Attorney General for the Commonwealth of Kentucky after winning nearly 58% of the votes and 113 of 120 counties. He is the first African-American elected to a standalone statewide office in Kentucky's history and the first Republican elected to the Attorney General's office since 1948. As Attorney General, Cameron is committed to defending the laws of the Commonwealth and protecting Kentuckians. Cameron has led the defense of many Kentucky's pro-life laws in court, and he continues to advocate in courtrooms for the laws passed by the Kentucky General Assembly. Within his first few months in office, he has tackled Kentucky's, Kentucky's most pressing public safety challenges, including addressing human trafficking, child abuse, and fighting back against the scourge of illicit drugs. Cameron previously served as legal counsel to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, aka Moscow Mitch where he successfully spearheaded the confirmation process for conservative federal judges, including Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorges. Cameron has served as spokesman for the Kentucky Smart on Crime Coalition, 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 And in 2017, the Kentucky Narcotics Officers Association named him Legislative Staffer of the Year. His commitment to working with law enforcement further acknowledged by the endorsement of Kentucky Fraternal Order of the Police. Cameron grew up in Elizabethtown, graduating from John Harding High School. He attended the University of Louisville, where he played football. 
and the Louis D. Brenzi School of Law. After graduation, he completed a federal judicial clerkship. Most recently, Cameron practiced law in Frost Brown Todd's Louisville's office. He lives in Louisville with his wife. Well, ladies and gent, uh, gents, according to the article that I found also, written by Emily Crane for the Daily Ma DailyMail.com, entitled Kentucky A.G. Cameron had his mentor Mitch McConnell at his wedding. I quote, Cameron is considered a rising star in the Republican Party and is widely known to be Mitch McConnell's protege after serving in his general council from 2015 to 2017. He attended the University of Louisville and with a scholarship named in honor of McConnell where he gained a science and law degree. In my opinion, personally, ladies and gentlemen, I think Mr. Daniel Cameron is a sellout and a housing Negro, even though he's a dark-skinned brother, but, you know, I don't think that he has the black people or minority interest in heart. You know, look through his from Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell for me, even though he's the leader of, center leader, to me, he's a terrible human being. You know, he doesn't think about nothing else but himself, make his money, his campaign contribution, and he doesn't care about his own state. And I will discuss more about Mitch McConnell on Block 3 because I did a little bit of search about him and his state, the Commonwealth of Kentucky. But continue on Mr. Daniel Cameron. And one thing that he has not done, he's refusing to present the transcripts that were presented to the grand jury because he's the one that's supposed to bring all these charges against the police officer. One other thing that he brought to his press conference for those that did not watch it is because he said that they found a witness, a witness one person was presented to talk about he or she heard the police identify themselves. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of other neighbors that did not hear anything. And I definitely don't think that he brought that conversation or that situation to the grand jury. So uh, Mr. Crump was speaking today about other things that they think, that he thinks and his team think that Mr. Cameron was not honest. And if he is a Mitch McConnell protege, I do not expect any good things from him. I do not think that he was being sincere to bring the state of family. I do not think that he brought the charges on this officer to how like he's supposed to be presented to the grand jury because 
I gotta wait for all the information for the FBI information down, but as far as I know and the information that is public information right now is the AG that's supposed to bring the charges to for the grand jury grand, grand jury to analyze and discuss about it and see all the facts. So if the grand jury just received a few informations about what about the other witness that did not hear the cops know identify themselves. Were they present? Did they testify? I don't think so. So that's another thing that should be in our consideration. And like I say once again, you know, and if you look at the picture that he had, you know, his wife is white, and to me, it doesn't matter too, you know, because you love who you love. That's in your heart. You can whoever you want to love. You know, cross the racial boundaries is fine with me, but do not forget where you come from, who you are. Because at the end of the day, Mr. Cameron, I will tell you right now, if you are driving a car that does not have no identification, that you are the AG in Kentucky, and if you are just wearing some jeans and some hoodies or whatever, more likely the police are going to stop you, going to treat you like everybody else. So, and that's the reality. So, to me, once again, and all the charges that has, has been brought, when I read in the article, and I ask you guys to remember, is because the charge, the only officer that's being charged is because he put in danger the neighbors. Miss Brianna Taylor's neighbors, not her life. So, all three other officers got away with and then the person that's being charged the charge has nothing to do with Brianna's death so it doesn't make any sense whatsoever in my opinion in my point of view Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a second and final break. And when I come back on block three, I'm going to give a little bit of history of Kentucky so you can understand Mitch McConnell's position as the Senate, now a senator for that state. And I will discuss more about that when I come back on block three on the, as well as the final thoughts. So hang in there. Your boy Casanova come back with this international broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back. Oh, 
Okay, ladies and gents, this is your boy Casanova on the third and final block of this podcast, block three, and I just want to give a quick review on the state of Kentucky so you can understand that about a little bit more. And just let you know that Mitch McConnell is the one of the senator from the Commonwealth of Kentucky since 1985. So he's there for 35 years, a couple days, and so forth. So just a quick review about the state that he represents, okay? So the area of that state, overview of Kentucky, has a 40,408 square miles. The GDP for that state is 202 million. 22 billion 175 million population of 4,454,189. The capital of the state is Frankfurt, and the, state is Frankfurt. And the median income of that state is only 26,779. Or oh, the famous frontiers, frontiersman Daniel Boone created a trail known as the Wilderness. Road in the late 1700s that allowed settlers to move westward into Kentucky. By 1792, Kentucky became the, seventh, the 15th state and the first west of the Appalachian Mountains. So, let's talk about our rankings. Now, according to, I put it was now the ranking in 2018, Kentucky is 41 out of 50. Crimes ranking, crimes and correction, Kentucky's rank number 11 in natural environment, number 12 in opportunity is number 20 in infrastructure, number 26 in education, Kentucky rank 38 out of 50 and college graduated only 32% of citizens in Kentucky has a college degree and according to their website, WDRB.com. It states that the um, according to the study by the Wallet Hubs, Kentucky is the 45th in the nation for the number of high school diplomas holder, and 47th in the nation for the number of bachelor's degree holders. The state is 36 of for the number of graduate or professional degree holders. In economy, Kentucky is number 39, and healthcare is number 44, and fiscal stability is number 45. That means the state Commonwealth of Kentucky gets a lot of money from the federal government. So that's what it is. Mitch McConnell, aka Moscow Mitch, is a Kentucky Senate senator since 1985. 35 years in the Senate and 11 years as the Senate leader. So, it doesn't make any sense that you're a senator for 35 years. And what are you bringing to your state? Then number 39 in economy, 34, 44 in healthcare, and 45 in fiscal stability. And only rank number 40, what, number 45, and the nation number of high school diplomas.
what his what is this man doing ladies and gents that's my question what is he doing for 35 years i know what he's doing make sure that he put his conservative agenda he doesn't care about the people the people in kentucky and to me it doesn't make any sense that the people in kentucky still electing this piece of crap it does kentucky you can't do better kentucky the commonwealth of kentucky can't do better mitch mcconnell has to go you guys can see that he doesn't care about you look at your state look at the numbers he doesn't care about you why you keep giving this man the job it doesn't make any sense another thing too my final thoughts is related to the Brianna Taylor family settlement I want you guys if you do not know you're gonna learn something today the city of Louisville agrees to pay the Brianna Taylor's family 12 million dollars in next police reforms historic settlement this was this that's an article that you can read you can go to CNN website and this article was written by Mark Morales Eric Levinson, Elizabeth Joseph, and Christina Carrega on September 15th of this year. Ladies and gents, I want you to let you know I personally think that the settlement should be even more than that. Does her family deserve the settlement? Absolutely. No doubt about that in my opinion. But I'd like to shine a light in an important matter. Guess where that money came from? That $12 million came from the taxpayers, meaning the Louisville citizens paid for that, and why should they get the bill? The police committed a murder. Police officers commit her murder, and the citizens are the ones paying for it. That $12 million could be used to improve schools, hospitals, roads, public transportation, and many other projects benefiting all Louisville citizens. I truly believe that any settlement from cases involving police shootings and police brutality should come from the police union's bank accounts and the police retirement pensions accounts. Because if it this happen, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, I bet that this, if this measure happened, it would reduce the number of, of cases against police brutality. That means the police often know that the money that they do is come from their pockets because that's what happened. The state, the city pay for the settlement. The police officer does not do not get fired. More likely they just like a slap on the wrist and just like quote unquote don't do no anymore. But he's going to they going to continue to do what they do. They don't care because to, to them there's no value in our lives. So, and on that note, I also I could now advise because I talked about Mitch McConnell and I talk about the AG because these are elections. They get the job through your vote. So it's very imperative that we know and participate in all levels of voting, the local, the state, and the national voting. Because most of the things that affect the regular people is in the local voters. Who is your mayor? Who is your AG? Who are the judges on the banks now dealing with all the cases? So it's, imper it's imperative that we vote. I can't stress that enough. If vote is, is imperative for us to look at who the candidates are, who they are associated with. I, I don't care if they're black, white, Chinese. You know, I, do, I don't care about your race. My main concern is this, do you have integrity? 
You know, that your integrity means more important than your skin color or your sexual preferences. You know, that's that's your personal business, your sexual preference. It doesn't affect me, anything that I do in your household. I can care less about that. I care about your integrity. You know, I you be honest and, and, and with the people and say what you say you're gonna do as a candidate. That's my main concern. Mitch McConnell to me is a piece of crap. He doesn't care about nobody but himself and his political agenda. He makes sure that everything that he does is to to favor himself and to favor those that are contributing to his campaign. He was more concerned about lawsuits against companies in case of the COVID than protect the the public. You know, they were more concerned about give money for money for those that contribute the campaign, then give an extra six hundred dollars for the American citizens that are now struggling during this COVID season. So I can't stress that enough. Voting, 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 and more voting. Pay attention to what's going on in your local elections. Vote for those that you now you think uh, it doesn't matter. If that's the agenda they want to be, if you're a rich man, you have that vote, you now you want to make sure that your the stock market is good for you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all. That's what your that's what your agenda. But my agenda is to make sure that I have a fair fair people in the police department, fair health care, you know, equal for everybody. That's my main concern. So, elections now start early, I believe next, if I'm not mistaken, I gotta double check, but last time I checked, I believe in Florida, no, the president election start now on the 5th of October, I gotta double check, but whenever it is, I'll be on it. I'll be on it, present my voting. Make sure that I vote and I pay attention in all, all elections because to me it's very important. So ladies and gents, if I advise you to do the same, look at the state of the country right now, and you see there's a lot at stake right now. I just saw on my Facebook uh, feed that the lying chief picked somebody for the vacancy in the Supreme Court, and she's one person that believes that a woman should be completely submitted to the husband, she believes no, and gays, lesbians do not have rights. So that's why it's important for you to pay attention to what's going on, you know, because I believe that everybody has the right to be happy, regardless. So it's not my job as a Christian man to judge you. That's not my job. My job as a Christian man is to focus on present light the light that God has in my life to make the light shine so you can see the light so I'm not to 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 try to judge you because at the end of the day everybody's short you cannot make it by the grace of God that's the only way you can make it to heaven is by the grace of God but this is another topic too so I don't want to be preaching tonight you know I just want to let you know ladies and gents vote 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 you know, that's my opinion, and that's what I, I believe. That's all we can make us. That's the only thing that we can do to change the situation of this country. So, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate those now that spend this time listening to my podcast. 
appreciate you very much. And I'd just like to know that please share it, share it, share it. My podcast with your friends and friends. Good one and great laughs is coming from the bottom, moving all the way to the top, aiming to reach the number one spot. Once again, this is your boy Cass signing over. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. I'll be back next week. Let's get out of here. Check to the